What's up, you guys? It's Eddie. You're about to hear part two of our 100th episode, and it's going to pick up mid-conversation. If you're wondering why it picks up mid-conversation, it's because we split the episode into two parts. So if you missed last week's, go check that one out first, and let's get into the show. You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme, well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes, and please be drunk when you hear it. It's a drunk podcast. I can rim like a motherfucker. You already saw my Sullivan in San Diego. He got a golden shower. Bundy just fucking cream pied Albano. I've been drunk. I've never been cum drunk. Woo! Next on the list is The Miz. Okay, so The Miz. Do we say how many matches Kofi's had? As of the article, he was at 116. Okay, so... He's got to be... 118. Oh, yeah. According to my notes. Oh. The Miz is... I forget the article, but according to my notes, he's at 122 matches. Damn. A pay-per-view. Yeah, like, did anyone ever think The Miz was going to have a, the kind of career he's had? The guy from fucking MTV. From right. MTV, and he had to get his spot by competing on Tough Enough. Right, the road yep. rules fucking clown. Yeah. Right? Yeah, nobody... I don't think anybody would have thought... And it was like, there was all... All you heard is, heard is these rumors about there's heat... And he's got a he got kicked out of the locker room, and this and that. I remember on that JBL whatever show on the network on, or on Peacock, where JBL was saying the only guy who ever got like that kind of heat and got thrown out of the locker room but redeemed himself was the Miz. Yeah, and it was great because he was talking about Enzo. You know, he was like, comparing <laughs> Miz to Enzo. Like a month later, Enzo got fired. But Miz, like, what a fucking career this motherfucker's had. Yeah, this real world douche now. Married to Maurice, beautiful children. What a fucking career he's had. Yeah, he's done well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, his first pay-per-view match. No, I'm sorry. His first match, his first TV match, he beat Tatanka. Oh, really? That was, remember when Tatanka came back for a minute? And it was I like, knew. And it was kind of like, wait, what? Like, what? Tatanka? Like, what the fuck? Like, why do we really need this We're talking back? like 0506? Somewhere there? I think it was 2006. Yeah, like, okay. why do we need, like, it was, I don't know. It just seemed like really an outdated gimmick and um, silly. So, actually, when I... Adam, I, you take the reins. I'm going to pee because I love this beer. I looked up, uh, or I was looking up uh, what was Miz's uh, first pay-per-view match. And then I ended up uh, finding a list uh, of, like, his first uh, 10 or 15 or whatever. But they weren't ranked order. They were just ranked in quality. So I was comparing dates. I found one. It was at Armageddon 2000, Armageddon 2006 against the Boogeyman. And I was excited because we're fucking talking about the Boogeyman on an episode. And if you remember back at episode one, how I'm a big Boogeyman fan. Um, the biggest. Yeah, uh, I probably know more about the Boogeyman than the Boogeyman. I don't, but... Uh, no, I think you do. I think, I think <laughs> the Boogeyman's very old. Uh, but, and I was so excited to talk about that being the first match, and then I saw, motherfucker was on Tough Enough. He had a 
Dixie dogfight against Daniel Pewter in 2004 at Armageddon. So that would be, yeah. Mike Bazanin versus Daniel Pewter, uh, a Dixie won? dogfight match. Uh, Daniel Pewter. It was weird. It was a three round, one minute of uh, boxing. And uh, if it wasn't by knockout, the crowd got to uh, cheer for the winner. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So that's Pewter's second biggest moment after his Royal Rumble. What the fuck is a Dixie dogfight? It was. Well, it's a dogfight in the South. Ah. Right? Down to Dixie. No, I did not just leap to that conclusion. I, I <laughs> wish I was in Dixie. No, I mean, like, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I think that's how the song goes. I don't know. No. So, so for that match, uh, Teddy Long comes out and says, We are here to give. Or it is my responsibility to give you the best in wrestling entertainment or something like that. Really? This was the highest in entertainment that you were giving? Because they were just flailing away at each other. Um, it just, but, but still between the two, it just seemed like Miz was a bit more controlled. Hang on, hang on. Wait, hold on. Chris is asking me something about Scott in the bathroom. What are you asking me? No, I'm, ask- no, I'm not. I'm asking Does he need the- help unzipping? Never mind. Forget it. No, I was looking at Shannon. Is that too loud? Do you want me to shut the door? Oh, no, no, no. I can't. I don't hear anything. Yeah, okay. Okay. I thought you were asking about Scott. I was like, I thought you were asking if he's like throwing up or something. No. I mean, no, I don't think he is. Okay. <laughs> I mean. He said, he, yeah, he says it's just the carbonation. Making, yeah. 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 No, Century Club effing sucks. It dude. does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> like, it's the dumbest fucking thing I, in the world. It does. I mean, well, I literally did not know that this was the... I mean, well, I'm hey, aware of some drinking games. I just did not know this was a thing. I didn't think you would crazy. know. Because it's, kind of, it's the worst one, Adam. Damn. It fucking sucks. Well, I just did shot 80, so I'm I'm, I'm rounding third well, right now. you got only 20 in? I've only... What? You got only 20 left. 20 left. 20 left. Damn. I fucking got this, dude. I'm drinking no, your fucking... No, you're going to way do it. What? I'm drinking your beer now. What's going to happen first? Are we going to complete the list, or is uh, Eddie going to do it? <laughs> We'll oh, see. that's good. Well, I mean, I could, I could set it up, you know. So. You guys have only been doing this for eighty minutes. It feels like, like my whole life. It- <laughs> <laughs> my two, and I'm very old. Your whole life's been leading up to this hundredth episode, dude. It Scott, feels like my, it feels like my life is buffering. Scott, what did you do for your fully posable hundredth episode? Uh, we had a bunch of listeners send in audio, and that's what you suggested for this episode. Is it? I, yeah, I asked you like couple months ago i was like we're coming up kind of soon what should we do and you said that and i was like oh that sounds cool and then like a day or two later i was like yeah that's not really our style and i don't want to rip off fully posable anyway so we yeah. should come up with something else then you and i came up with something that was like p- fucking perfect and neither of us could remember it because we didn't write it down <laughs> god that's damn right. it why didn't you tell me so then we came up on this. Write it well, down, you know? And I was at a shop. I could have told you what sandwich I was eating when you told me. <laughs> right. we, we were always going to play Century Club, but we had a different topic for the podcast. <laughs> and uh, like last week when we decided to do it today, neither of us could remember what that was. And like the whole time I was like, I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's do people who've had a hundred pay-per-view matches. But I was like, um, whatever me. the, oh no, that was Chris's idea. Sorry. <laughs> but the whole time I was like, damn, our original idea was way better than this. <laughs> So, uh, sorry to mention this to you 80 minutes into the podcast or seven, one hour and 20 minutes. Um, this is the shitty version of our idea for this podcast. Shot. 
I dropped out at like 60. Oh, yeah. I knew I'm like, would. yeah. The carbonation, and I'm just like, I'm so full. Also, okay. So that Dixie dogfight took place because apparently they were the top two competitors. And just with my excitement of uh, wanting to talk about uh, the Boogeyman one being the. <laughs> Being the first match of uh, his on uh, on pay per view, he loves it. Him. Makes me think, why the why the fuck couldn't Ryback just be tough enough and be in that match instead? <laughs> God damn it, Ryback! <laughs> you fucked us again. Wait, are, sh- we, are we advocating are you, for Ryback? Are you no. are you saying that he shell shocked our ass? <laughs> <laughs> Taco shell shocked. Taco shell shocked your ass. Popcorn shell shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so to close out, Miz. Um, he won the Money in Bank 2010, big pay-per-view highlight. Um, he made Invented 27 against Cena. We were there. We were there, Atlanta, which... As far as I'm aware of, every WrestleMania heavyweight championship match that Cena has had, he's the only one to knock him off. Right. Yeah, Miz is the mm-hmm. only one to beat him. Um, unfortunately, Shit. good point. Unfortunately, that match was more about The Rock and Cena than it was yes. Miz. It was set up the following. It's a Miz statistic that he can claim. Yeah. What's up? Oh, which was bullshit, by the way. But also, um, do you guys remember when the Miz would come out and be like Miz, whatever, like two, like Cena zero? I forgot about that. Monday night on Raw. You loved it. I fucking loved it. And I literally, like, we went to WrestleMania like two years later and I. I like counted all the Mondays and I wrote like Ms. Whatever, like a million or like Cena Zero. Yeah. That was my favorite thing ever. That was good too because he wasn't just counting matches. He was just like. He was just like, no, this Monday, like I didn't even have a match. I didn't wrestle Cena, but he didn't beat me this Monday. Right. You know, it was just like a week went by and he like put a fucking dash on this fucking thing. Right. Or I cut a better promo than Cena. Yeah, Yeah, that was great. That was really cool. Oh my God, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, no, Miz is, like, incredible. Like, can you believe it came from a fucking uh, reality show? He remember, went deep. Remember, remember he went deep in Dancing hate, with the Stars. Remember when everybody hated him? Like, and he's just, like, the best. Did you yeah. go, like, 100 minutes so far? We have yet to get to, like, the top guys. Okay, well, let's okay. Let's move on from Miz then. Let's get to the next guy. Next, according to the list. Sorry, ne- sorry. Next one would be Edge. Okay, Edge has 136 pay-per-view wins as of... Yep. Matches. Right matches. Oh, p- matches, sorry. As of right now. His Sunday. Fir- he won Sunday. Yes, he won Monday. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, sorry. He, his first pay-per-view match was SummerSlam 98, which we reviewed. Um, See he, that episode. He was Sable's tag team partner, and they beat Mark Merrill and Jackie. <laughs> and then the next line on my notes is capital M. And that's it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to type there. And I wasn't even drunk when I was doing these notes. This was, er- this was like earlier today. I don't know what that was supposed to be. Just married Beth Phoenix. Married- there we go. <laughs> yeah, married yes. Beth Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Many times fucked Lita. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Um. Well, WrestleMania 21 would be a big moment for him. I mean, aside from his matches in the Triple Threats and the tag team matches against the Hardy Boys, is she throwing up? No. Okay. No. Um, no, she's a professional. Yeah, so his first, so he's like Jeff Hardy, right? His first big, big pay per view match would have been No Mercy. Yes, right. There's, so, like, there's, I forgot to mention earlier. There's gonna be a lot of overlap in these. Right, right. Like Jericho and Ray, they both had the match at the Bash. Blah, blah, blah. Right, Jeff Hardy um, and Edge. Jeff Hardy and Edge. So John Cena and Edge. John Cena and Edge. So his first big match would have been that one. 
and then they did the TLC and this and that. But so let's focus more on him as a singles wrestler. Um, he, wait, I lost my notes. Um, his biggest match. What What do you think is his biggest match? Pay per view match. Oof. You could argue his return at the Rumble a couple years ago. Wrong. It was main eventing WrestleMania 24 in Orlando against Undertaker. Hmm. That was the one. Uh, I mean, that's as big as it gets, right? You're, you're in the top match of the year. That was the one uh, he won with. Um, oh, God. What was it? He lost. It wasn't the. He wasn't calling a guillotine, but. Uh, no, it was Hell's Gate. Hell, Hell's, Hell's Gate. Gate that, yep. that was the. Yeah, that's the only yep. time Undertaker's won. With that move at Mania. Right, right. Yeah, he and he beat Edge with it. And that was a fucking hell of a match. It was. And I thought, because Cena was in the other match, whatever, it was Cena. That's one. That's also Tri- the one. Triple H yeah. and Orton or something? Yeah, Triple H and Orton. I yeah. thought that was going to go on last. And they put Edge and Undertaker on last. And I was like, right. fucking A, dude. This yeah. is so cool. Yeah. That's also the one with Lil Nature's famous uh, 100 meter dash, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, that also set off Undertaker's streak of amazing WrestleMania matches. False. False. Um, He had 24 against Edge, 25 against HBK, 26 against HBK. uh Uh-uh. No. You're wrong about that, and that's going to come up in another person or two. No, because Undertaker's not on this list. No, but but the person he had his first really, really, really good WrestleMania... I th- oh wait, I have notes. On. I have notes. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh wait, hold on. Did we already talk about that? Per- no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. That was not his first really good WrestleMania. But match. it's it. But it's mm. it's in the heart of the streak. It has become like a co-main event. Exactly. If yeah. it if it's not the main event itself. What? <laughs> or. Like if he's not in the main, if you're not in the main event of Mania, you want to go against the Undertaker. Oh right. Um, wait, who are we? Who are we talking about? We're, talking We're on about Edge, Edge right now. Dude. We're on Edge. I'm sorry, dude. You guys, I'm playing Century Club. I'm so fucking drunk. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But that's not Undertaker's first really, really good match. I didn't say it was his first really, really good match. I said it was. It was kicking off a string of really, really good Undertaker matches. I know. That's he had Batista at 23. He had Edge at 24. I HBK at 25 and 26. I about Edge and talking about The Undertaker. Like, Edge is so amazing, and you're just talking about The Undertaker. And he also banged That's Lita. <laughs> he had a live sex celebration. That was his best you match. Guys. Yeah. On an air mattress. So, okay. For, so, it's, so I have never had a good match on an air mattress. But <laughs> was he able to pin Lita? Oh! <laughs> Scott, we have a really good air mattress. Okay, so my favorite, <laughs> my favorite Edge thing was um, the the twenty four match was great. I loved that WWE accident, accidentally lit the fans on fire after that. Accidentally, um, yeah. yeah. And they were like, Jesus. "Dude, dude the fire that. was like about ten feet for me," and I loved it. Um, but my favorite <laughs> Edge Fuck the thing fans. is that uh, elimination chamber where he he was a. They did the two elimination chamber matches. He was he went into the first match as champ, lost the title. Then in the second match, he showed up, jumped Kofi while he was on his way to the ring, and took Kofi's spot. Would that be New Year's Revolution 2006? New Year's Revolution, yes. Thank you. And I remember I was texting you, and you were like, dude, this paper is crazy. Like, Edge is doing crazy shit. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Okay. Because I, I, I was watching it. I was like, for whatever reason, I was like on like an hour delay. Like, I started watching right. late. And I was like, fuck, okay, cool. I can't wait. And then he shows up in the second 
uh, Elimination Chamber match, fucking wins it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it was and, crazy. And my favorite, probably one of my favorite promos of all time, definitely my favorite Edge promo, was the next day on Raw when he explained himself and he said, when I saw that Kofi Kingston was unable to compete... <laughs> I put myself in the elimination chamber. Even though he, no, he... that wasn't the next day, dude. Vicky said that as he was coming to the ring. Okay, because I wanted to die. It was so fucking. Funny. It was great. Vicky literally said, <clears throat> "When my like husband, because at that time they were together, when my husband like saw that Kofi Kingston was able to compete, he like <laughs> got like gallantly whatever, like put himself in the. It was that He's such night. a good guy. She fucking said that it was amazing. Right, he was there to save the day. Yes. <laughs> that's my favorite Edge pay-per-view and then the b- biggest thing besides his match of 24 was like you said his return at the Rumble two years ago right but look at Wrestlemania 23 right we had wait who did Edge wrestle at 23 we had Batista and Taker I don't think Edge uh, I think it was that in, would was be the, the no I think that's the hardcore one against uh, Foley no that was 22 that was 22. So he maybe oh. he was out at 23 with an injury? I think so. Either that or he was in the uh, Money in the Bank, but I, th- I think he was hurt. I think you're right. Okay, so 24, he kicked off against Taker. But, like, that really kicked off Taker's great succession of matches, right? Taker wrestled Batista at 23. He wrestled Edge at 24. HBK at the next two. Triple H at the next two. Like, Edge really sparked that as far as I'm concerned. For Undertaker. Like, Edge really kicked off that great series of matches against The Undertaker. Right. So, like, Edge or Undertaker had a great series of matches after Edge that I think because of that match with Edge, he was able to go on and have a great series of matches at WrestleMania. Forcing him to find that fountain of youth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, Adam, who's up up next? John Cena. We are at... We're at... Um, You're at... 92 shots. I've done 92 shots of beer. I stopped at like 60 We have something. four to go according to the list. All right, are, let's move through. Are you, at, are, you just, are you just full or are you drunk? No, I'm, I'm both. Okay. Dude, I'm fucking full, dude. That yeah. fucking carbonation. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, harsh. Well, I, I've been training for this. <laughs> All right. You got a Rocky montage. <laughs> John, John Cena's first pay-per-view would be against Chris Jericho at Vengeance 2002. Uh, if For awareness, this would be the one, the triple threat, or main event is a triple threat between uh, Undertaker, Rock, and Angles. So if uh, you're just looking for pay-per-views reference. But John Cena has already pinned Chris Jericho leading up to this. Uh, and then... There's a, there was also a fan that had a sign that said, I want to give Edge head. Jesus. Because oh. remember, they were cool. the Edge. my, my sign, Dude, got, my they sign the, got on TV. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I didn't know you were at that show. You're right. The Edge the heads at the time. But, uh, I mean, he didn't have, Cena didn't have any signature moves. He won with a roll-up. Pretty much the first undisputed uh, champion got beat by somebody who doesn't have any signature moves. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I, that's a really good you, like observation. But, yeah, like Cena, he was just all fundamentals. He didn't have his own style. He was just all fundamentals, and he got beat. The first really good Cena match I have on my list is WrestleMania 22. 
22. Chicago versus Triple H. Triple H. That was a great Wait, match. you didn't think you didn't like his match at 21? Not really. Okay. I Not mean, it was really. okay. What? I think it was pressed for time. Yeah. It could have been better had they had more time allotted to it. Okay, so they went Maybe because s- he was more sentimental favorite going in? Yes, but I think his first chance to shine really was at WrestleMania 22. I think you're right. And I mean, beating Triple H is no fucking joke. Right? Uh, exactly. Like, that's the big rub. And you're probably right about 21 because, like, Adam, I don't know if you know this, but... Who did he this- wrestle at 21? He wrestled JBL. JBL. That was his One first, first time. at Staples Center. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yep. were there. We um, were there. Scott and I were there. Uh, yeah, I didn't really get into until twenty five. Right. Yeah. So that was. I don't know if Adam, you know, I don't, or Chris, I don't know if either of you guys know this. If a match, if the time is going to get cut from a match, it's going to be the second to last match. Yeah. Second it, to last match is not a good good spot to go oh, on necessarily right. because second match I, and I didn't second know that, to last. But that definitely makes sense. Right. I did know that because you can't. You keep telling me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe I should have married him. Butters yeah. asleep. So you're probably right because it actually was that match is probably only nine or ten minutes. Really good feud with JBL where he stabbed JBL's tire and all that. Um, but you're right, it wasn't so much of a match. But his match with Triple H twenty two was really fucking good. And if I could fast forward a little bit, please. Royal Rumble two thousand and seven versus Zumaga. I think that match Dude. is highly underrated by a lot of fans that maybe overlooked that card because totally it wasn't quote unquote WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see what Umaga could do in a match? You want to see what Cena could do in a match? 07 Rumble. Go check yeah. it out. His last man standing match, incredible. That was a great match. I totally It was. It was awesome. Yeah. Umaga was no joke. How was Umaga not in the Hall of Fame? No, he <laughs> totally should be. And Wait, maybe he should have been Rikishi on one of our lists. Call- he c- he's hardcore calling on it like. He would be doing it now. I sort of since we're in the Hall of Fame season. He yeah. should be. Fuck yeah. He should be. So for me, going back and researching John Cena, I kind of figured out. I never realized this before. John Cena is Mister. So Shawn Michaels is Mister WrestleMania. John Cena is Mister SummerSlam. Oh, really? Hmm. Funny you mentioned that. I have 2016 SummerSlam versus AJ Styles. Versus AJ Styles, <clears throat> killer match, right? His matches against AJ, dude. It all culminated kind of at like the Royal Rumble 2017. Okay. But they had a series of matches leading up to that. Dude, AJ and Cena fucking tore it up. Magic. They're, yes. they're really like sometimes you get those guys who are just have really good chemistry together. Yes. And, and who would have thought it would be Cena and AJ Styles? Yeah. I mean, right? they're both fucking stellar wrestlers. Oh, totally. So, I mean, right. Totally. Two, two entirely different generations, two t- yes. entirely different styles. But right, they were incredible. Fantastic. And you were at two of their WrestleMania matches with The Rock and Cena. But I think yes. AJ and Cena had way better chemistry. Totally, totally, yeah. Um, and that was right. That was re- SummerSlam. Um, yeah. So SummerSlam to me has always been kind of the show where like WrestleMania is the show for the casual fans because that's right. why you bring back Goldberg and Brock and Ronda Rousey. Right. You put it on all the big marquee matches. Yeah, when you want to make me vomit. Right. <laughs> SummerSlam is more the wrestling show, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? SummerSlam is where they book the good matches. Yes. Like put these, put together the people who you know are going to have really good matches. So um, Cena wrestled Daniel Bryan at, at SummerSlam 2013. That to me kicked off the best period of WWE. In the the last, strong yes. Fuck the last 15 Even if the years yes so? movement start started before that, that's the strong part of the yes movement. Right. So um, that's when he had the football on his elbow. Remember his elbow's all fucked up? Oh, yeah. He wrestled Brian. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Right. Brian won. 
But then um, Triple H and Orton came out, Orton <coughs> cashed in his money in the bank on Brian. You're right. And yes. um, yeah. yeah. And that set off the that Brian. Almost um, a passing of the torch storyline. Right. Shot. That set up the storyline with the authority and Brian. You got to be at a, near 100 on those shots, dude. Listeners, like where are we right. at? I'm at. Um, <laughs> you're at 98. 98, fucking a. Oh, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it first before we get through. Yeah, he's empty. Oh no, he has he has your beer. Okay, so another John Cena. He was um, drinking wine. (laughs) um, Another John Cena SummerSlam match. Um, He had the match with Rollins at SummerSlam 2015, which which was fucking awesome. Was that the John Stewart match? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh god. Okay, never mind. So scratch that. Um. He also had the the summer, you know, the WWE summer of Punk when Punk heated up. Yes, and it was Extreme Rules where Punk beat Cena, 2011. Awesome. And look, Cena really, aside from like the whole, excuse me, oof, that fucking carbonation on the PBR is just brutal. We hope their CEO is not listening to this episode. Yeah, oof. (laughs) Like aside from the Nexus, Cena had no problem. Doing business when it was called for. Right. He did business with Punk. Right. He exactly. did. He totally, really did totally. do business with Punk. Like he put Punk over. When Cena, looking. when he saw it was fit for business to put a guy over, he did it. Yeah. And he did it for Punk. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, he did it for AJ. He's done it for a bunch of that, and he's like, he's the he's a worker. He and he knows his place. He, not that he knows his place, but he's. He's confident in his place. He can lose. Yep. You yeah. know what's and best for the WWE? Ab- he just did it at a SummerSlam absolutely. against Brock. Right. When the or best- against Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Killer he- match against Roman. I agree. I agree. So his his the mm-hmm. the highlight of his pay per view career would have to be the match at twenty eight and twenty nine with with Rock, and they traded wins. That would be the highlight. And, I would agree. Those God, are like the biggest names. Yeah, and those had to be the biggest pay per view matches. At least since Austin and Rock, if not Hogan and Andre, you know you put put together Mark. Like you're thinking names. like Matt, like Hogan and Rock at eighteen. Okay, Cena, okay, yes, yeah, Cena and Rock, Rock at twenty eight and twenty nine. That has to be up there, right? I mean, those yeah. are like okay. If you were to pick, we like are a, five, a while away from having another icon versus icon status match. Yeah, but I uh, Cena and Rock is icon versus yeah. icon. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, yeah, since those past, I mean. Is this hundred? It's gonna it's gonna take a while. Yeah, we got about twenty seconds to go. Okay. Um, Cena main event of WrestleMania 22, 23, 27, 28, and twenty nine. Now here's the thing. And that's what I got super sick of him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and by main event I mean win on last. So like Mm twenty one, I don't call him the main event. Um, very few people have had that many WrestleMania. Hey, shot one hundred. Congrats, dude. I make it to like 60. And you know what? Fuck it. We're on overtime. I'm going to keep going. Fucking A. <laughs> no, I liked around shot 50 no, now, when you like actually now forgot you were doing yeah. shots and just started drinking the beer out of the can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you've completed your 100. Now you're finishing what Scott, Scott couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're going to do my 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, That's a teammate. Do you, have, do you just have a bottle of OE? <laughs> just make that the oh, 40. Fuck, dude. Oh, my, oh my God. So Cena main evented 27, 28, and 29. How many people do you think have main evented three back-to-back WrestleManias? Hogan. Roman? Hogan One, did four. One, two, three, four. Mm, he didn't main event four. Oh, sorry. One, two, three. One, two, three. Five, is, is Roman on six, the seven, 
Yes. Alright. He didn't main event eight. He main evented eight. Against Sid. Oh, oh, you're right. Yes, eight so, was Sid. So Hogan's main event three give, and, okay. then, and then four. And then another four. Then you yes. got Roman who did 31 through 34. Okay. You've got The Rock who did 15, <laughs> 16, and 17. Yep. Triple H did 20 through 22. What does Stone Cold do? Stone Cold, I don't think, did... Stone Cold did... Um, 14? 14 and 15. And 15? that's kind of it. He wasn't at 16. He was injured at 16. Yeah, and he did 17. Right, and 17, but... And that was it. That was it. Yeah. Because 18 was Triple H and Jericho, so right. yeah, he didn't so, main event that. So having a three-WrestleMania right. three WrestleMania streak is fucking... Incredible. Rarefied air. Right. 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 And I think that's about it for Triple H. Or, I mean, uh, I think that's about it for... Um, uh, one... Uh, one of my favorites. Jesus Christ, this episode's long. No, yeah. <laughs> that was, that this, was Cena. This is Cena. No, we yeah. got Triple H. He's next. We got a few more to go. This is definitely gonna be a, yeah. a two part episode. What did I tell yeah. you? What did I say? You were like, I don't know if we well, can I fill. Think, I don't know if we can fill a hundred minutes. I don't think three people are gonna call in to play the game. One of my excuses. One of my favorites. I was like, dude, you guys are gonna go so effing long. Like, <laughs> I'm on two P's, and I'm like, when is number three? It's yeah, right, right around the corner. We need to. Man, we should have served asparagus for this episode as well. <laughs> so, are we moving on to? Okay, so we have no, like the top three. No, next. no. One of my one of my favorite matches because it, it it involves our happy accident. I fucking love his TLC match against Edge, where he stormed into Toronto with a Edge head. Uh, rated R crowd ready to kill Cena. He fucking walked in there. He beat Edge in a match that I'm going to quote Edge a match that you've never had a match that I've never lost tables, ladders, and chairs he stormed in there and he won that match and that was fucking brutal Adam loves it Loves it. and that was supposed to be the that would have been better for the Edge part of the but episode it, we- it, it, it's the overlap, it works for both of them um, but if y'all remember our happy accident episode where we did Unforgiven 05. But you know what? Chris is here. Shan's here. Maybe. <laughs> Are we going to talk Unforgiven 06 where he put At Edge some through a table? To like, through two so that tables. Was Edge and Cena. So we're kind of <laughs> backtracking a little bit. But like that was an incredible match. He put It was. He put him through two tables. Yes. To not. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's where Cena became champion again. So yeah. like Edge and Cena had a great history. Edge and Cena, AJ and Cena, great matches. You can't go wrong watching any of them. I would say that um, Edge's best rival was Cena. It's crazy because I think Cena's best rival was Punk. Ooh. Thank okay. You. Thank you. I think uh, on, I can't argue with that. Have you seen the last Fast and Furious movie? Because he was like... On I think his Cena's, best rival is uh, Vin Diesel. I think on Cena's <laughs> debut night, he and Edge teamed up or they formed some kind of union... Um, I think it was also, ironically, Rey Mysterio's uh, first night, or one of them. And then they would just, they would just happen I to would. come full circle to become one of the, or the blue one of the hottest uh, heavyweight uh, rivalries uh, for mid mid two thousands. I only was pulling it from your like thing. That's what I uh, filled. I filled the igloo. And I filled the blue fridge. Was the rest of them there? are in the fridge in the garage. Did you literally wow. just sit back down and leave that fridge open? No, um, sorry. I'll get it. He did. Jesus Christ. Next is Triple H. He's just Triple H. He can't, can't help it. He's at number three because there okay. are three letters in his name. Triple H. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I, I have some thoughts on Triple H. Please. 
Warrior squashed him at 12. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that I was there. Is that, <laughs> is that your favorite Warrior match? Or your favorite Triple H match? It might be because I was there. Yeah. Nobody else was at this table. No. 96. We lucked no. out and got ticks. Yeah, and you bought me an HPK shirt at that show. Did I really? Or did Jeff? Or Jeff did. You know, I think you Jeff did. Because yeah. you and I weren't friends yet at that show. I didn't become friends with you till, till years later. When we discovered a shared love of drinking and Rick Rude. <laughs> and strippers. And st- well, of strippers. And strippers. Yeah. Sorry, Carissa. We love strippers. Okay, so Triple H is... Yeah, I'm I, well aware. I thought you were getting me beer. What? The 12-pack in the fridge in the garage. Oh, sorry. Triple H's first match, uh, he would be... A, this would be at SummerSlam 1995, Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Sparkplug. Bob Holly, which he beat him, so he got off to a great start. Mm-hmm. And if you now you're hearing this po- around Mania, back when we made our Hall of Fame picks, even if he doesn't get it, uh, the nomination, Bob Holly is a Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely! That's yeah. a that's a great start uh, for your pay per view run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his first actual memorable match. Was um, <laughs> the hog pen match at In Your House Seasons Beatings, which I think was in December of that year. He lost to Henry Godwin in the hog pen match, and that was punishment for the whole um, curtain call. I know, I know the it was him, Sean, um, Hall Nash. It was Hall Nash's last match. It was in the garden. It was a paper, it was a not a pay per view, a, a cage match, and he got punished for that. And they put him in a hog pin match, which was like, imagine being so upset with someone that you're going to involve hogs. <laughs> someone dressing that classy. Yeah, I mean, they could have just had, had him lose to Mabel, but they were like, no, let's get some fucking pigs and set up a pig pen in an arena. You know what I mean? That's... It, was, it was fairly outrageous. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. I got to be. Um, Was it in your barn house or just in your house? (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, So Triple H, as far as like WrestleMania main events, and again, I hate to go back to WrestleMania, but I'm going to go back to WrestleMania because everyone loves WrestleMania. No, I I think I marked it down without mentioning it. I think I know what mania you're talking about. Which one? X7 against Taker. Uh, No. Oh, that was close. No, but go ahead and get into that because he had quite a... Quite a uh, streak. I have some thoughts, but I gotta pee. So his biggest thing, actually, to me, became his um, trilogy of matches against Taker. All right. Starting at All seventeen, right. right? All right. Yeah. He, he had three matches with Taker. You you would think the guy who would have the most matches with Taker would be Kane, but no, it was actually Triple H. They had three matches: seventeen, twenty-seven, and twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay, good talk. Good talk. So I, no, I, I was just uh, trying to think more, but it, yeah, that. Uh, so I don't, I don't think you go over three with uh, Undertaker, but oh wait, no, not many was. What the hell did I drink? I don't know. I don't know. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you're like flustered. Like I'm feel. I'm fucking dude. I'm sh- I'm on shot 109, and I'm in better shape than you are. So um, so you're saying that Scott is now at. 70 something <laughs> <laughs> he's at 40 um so wrestlemania um 2000 main event 
won it. Yes. Right? It was a fatal four-way with him and man in every corner. He had Steph. Um, it was Big Show and Shane. And it was Foley and Linda and Rock and Vince, if I remember right. I right? think so. He won that. That was his first huge, huge thing. The year later, that was the beginning of his thing with Undertaker. Not that they'd never wrestled before, but in a high-profile match. And that was one of the best matches. A lot of people consider that to be the best WrestleMania of all time. And that match is a, a pretty good part of it. Because that was where they, they went out onto the fucking production um, platform. You mm-hmm. know, where the cameras are. And the whole thing. Like, it was... I don't remember if it was a hardcore match or maybe there was a ref bump. But that match went fucking crazy. I'd say... Yeah, I forget... Well, whatever it is, ref um, could have been ref brunt. I think they just got really because they weren't involved in any, like you said, they weren't involved in any storylines. But they needed to have a WrestleMania match. They found each other. They were just hungry to make it happen, and they fucking stole the show. Totally, absolutely, yeah. That was a great match. Um, and then he main event of WrestleMania eighteen. He was in um, one of his best matches was the unsanctioned match against Sean. Sean's return match, SummerSlam 2002. I rem- SummerSlam. I remember that one. Whip, he was whipping him and shit. And they just beat the fucking hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've gotten Do into this shot. before. I heard the noise. Oh, I've gotten into this before, too. That um, the, the concept of an unsanctioned match is ridiculous. Because they're like, this match isn't sanctioned, but we're going to give you TV time. We're going to put you in a ring. We're going to provide a referee. We're going to advertise it. But we don't know anything about that. We're still talking Triple H, right? Yes. Did you guys mention Royal Rumble 2000 versus Mick Foley? Oh, fuck, dude. That's one of my favorite Triple H and Mankind matches. Is that the match where he won on the ramp uh, with the pedigree through the table? I don't remember how it finished. I thought it was inside the ring. Okay. But But it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, those, those guys had a great feud, and that we, you and I, talked about because we did the Eddie and Ray feud. Yes, and we and we did the Steamboat um, Ric Flair, Flair trilogy, and we've talked about doing another feud type podcast. Right, that was the first one you mentioned. Was yeah. those two? Yeah, I love the Mankind Triple H series yeah. of matches, dude. They were they so beat good. The fucking hell out of each other. Yes, they did. Yeah, yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, to me, like Triple H. I mean, he's done he's done it all. But the one thing, like in say twenty years from now, what I'll remember Triple H from the most would be his um, his Stephanie. his WrestleMania matches, Bang <laughs> Stephanie, because we all would love to do that. Um, Everyone at this table. Yeah. No, his Have trilogy of is like the biggest upgrade ever. Like when he got with Stephanie. Oh yeah. Oh no. Come I mean, on. you go from China to Stephanie. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's like upgrading from like a fucking. I don't know, a fucking... A Pinto to a Lambo. Or, in my case, you know from yes. a regular combo to a supersize. <laughs> <laughs> but those that trilogy of WrestleMania matches he had with Taker were so good. The yes. one of 17 was fucking great. Yeah. And then the one of 27 was just a really, really good match. I agree. But nothing special, just really... Like, you get two guys in the ring that are that good you're gonna have fucking magic so we were there right and i remember watching that match and not being a huge fan of it i've gained more appreciation for it as the years have gone on yeah but their match at 28 was way better like you guys were you and carissa you guys i I think that's your favorite match right carissa which one triple Um, h and taker at 28 
in Hell in a Cell with Sean as the referee. Oh, that that's absolutely my favorite match. Like, um, it was very emotional. Oh my god! And the just, end of an era that, match. Yes, dude, and like that. I yes. always said like that was that should have been Undertaker's last match. I feel very strongly about. Probably that. should have been Triple H's last it match. Probably should have, but like you just you've never seen like it just was one of the things that also reminded me why I love wrestling so much. Like just the way that Triple H emotes, like when he's just down or like cannot believe that this fucking like move didn't work or you know it's just it was so emotional not even like I mean the match was stellar but yeah. just um, the emotions involved in like um, with um, Shawn Michaels as the referee it was just it was incredible it was it was like I literally had to leave the stadium and take a break afterwards because yeah. that was just like yeah. I was like I can't believe that wasn't the main event because I literally need to just I need a breather. They told such a story. Yeah, like I just, yeah. I, I like, I have to like let this sit sink in. Mm-hmm. Like I can't watch whatever the match that followed it was fucked. Right. Like so, so hard. Like it was, you, you know, like, it was the kind of thing where to me I was like, remember when noted rapist Max Landis said, "When wrestling's good, it's fucking awesome." That's what that match reminded me of. It was um, like, excuse me, I have so many questions about that fucking statement. We'll get we'll get into that later. Okay. I'll, I'll, we'll we'll discuss this offline. Okay. We can also also discuss wrestling murderers. But that was one of those things where it was like, yeah, when wrestling's good, it's just fucking good. No genre of entertainment is better than wrestling when wrestling's at its best. And wrestling is at its best rarely. That was the example of wrestling being as good as it gets. Like that match was as good as it gets. Like I never, my heart was just palpitating. Like I was just like in tears and just like I couldn't like breathe. Like like I literally had to take a break. Like yeah, and it was just it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And yeah. like it's just that's why you watch wrestling. Yeah, you know? and it's wrestling is doing something right when you're in that condition. Yeah, when like you have to take a break, you have to walk away from it and be like, I don't care what match is next. Like yeah. that had an effect on me. Absolutely, that's wrestling at you its got, finest. Yeah, you got mark bumps. You're out yes. of breath because you're, you're there at the yeah. show. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was as good of that match was as good as anything I've ever seen. Agree. Agreed. Okay, so we got two more to go, Adam, and we're way past the fucking hundred minutes. I told you how I far past. Told you. Yeah. We're how at, far are you into making up for Scott's? So I'm on shot 116. <laughs> oh, you only have like 20 more. Uh, no, to no, make no. Up for Scott. It would be 200. Would be double. Yeah. No, no, to make up for Scott. Yeah. I think he tapped out around 60. <laughs> so, so yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're so like, 40. You're doing. You're now doing Scott's. So if other you hit shot 140, you've like. Picked up my slack. Then actually both of you did up. Century Club, but you did well, all of it. Yes. Adam, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> really milk these last two, dude. Oh, man, this is going to be fucking domination. I'm going to go... <laughs> you want me to go Zootopia DMV sloth on the <laughs> 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 Worked in a reference. Yeah, yeah that's good. Num- all right. Uh, again, this is in... Uh, we're going from uh, like 10 to 1. Number two on our list, Randy Orton. Are you, guys, a, are you guys doing this in order of like actually how many matches over 100? According to a list that we found. Yeah. In actuality, matches. it okay. may be inaccurate, but yeah. Uh, according or as of the article, he was at 174. He's got to be at 199. What's the I've official got, count? No, he's not at 190 because oh. it was August. Oh, I've, got August him at, yeah. I've got him at 178. Okay. Okay. His article was August. It's August. Yeah. February now. So like, I assume this article is. Um, or no, no. It's not even. It's not even the article. 
I went on Wikipedia. As of Rumble, 178. All right. You guys, is Randy Orton like the most amazing technical wrestler ever? Yes. Like, I mean, I, that's just, that's true, right? Well, ever? I, I mean, I can't say that. Yeah, maybe it, ever though. I mean, he's in the, he's in the conversation. But at this point, if somebody were to put them, put Randy Orton on their Mount Rushmore all time, I couldn't even argue. He is, he's got it. He comes to the ring for a match. He's got that charisma. He's got that look in his eyes where he is just like, I've got this locked in. I know what I'm doing. Well, she, he so, is so fucking good, dude. She, well, she's talking about tech, technical wrestling. No, I mean, that look, I love goes her into in it as well. In a whole other way as well. I love. I fucking love Randy Orton. Yeah, same. Um, but if yeah, you want to talk amazing. about how creepy and like fucking like heelish he is, like we can talk about how rapey he was with Stephanie. Like that's a whole other conversation. But like, yeah, well, I have notes about the rape. As a technical wrestler, he's just fucking beyond yes i agree i agree he, he could go down as one of the best of all time like people argue right? Bret yeah, Hart. Absolutely. i think by the time randy orton's done we need to enter him into that conversation like we can have a who was better randy orton or Bret hart i don't think you need to wait till he's done i think he's in the conversation now well, well, i, I agree know. yes i, mean, I mean, agree he's when, that good yeah. well when you have two guys who are that good i don't know how you pick the one that's better you know what i mean um no you can pick who's better I mean, can't you can? Yes. Yeah, you can because he does that RKO out of nowhere. When he did that, and what's the one that I like? Where like that it was off, like someone was jumping up, and like oh my god, that was oh. WrestleMania 31, Santa yes. Clara. We were there. Yes. That's oh, the the stomp minutes. into the RKO. The yeah. timing yes. of that. You've got to be shitting me with yeah. the timing. It's of insane. That. It's insane. Yeah. Randy Orton to me. How is, do you even do that? He's. I don't want. I, I hate to say he's the best ever, but no. no just say but, it. I'm gonna say it. I hate to say he's the best ever, but no one else is better than him. If that makes sense, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because um, he's what? Oh, oh three, oh four. So we're talking almost twenty years into the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he came out of that class out of Ohio Valley, right? Uh, how do you top like, that? It's legendary class. It was him, Cena, Brock, Brock yep, Shelton, Shelton, and um, Batista. Right, right, which is gotta be the big, the greatest class of wrestlers yes. of all time. Um, coming out of Wait, where Ohio, did they, where did they come? What Ohio they, Valley? They, they all trained Ohio. together. Yes, they, yeah, they trained. They're they, like the same class. You've got to be shitting me. Yeah, those five. Yeah, and they were trained by um, what the fuck's his name? Um, that was Ohio Valley. Was that Nightmare Danny Davis? I believe that was Danny Davis. Yes, and Cornette. Yep. And I believe Storm was involved with was that. Was that play like magic at that time? Like what the fuck? Yeah, no, they no, just Jesus. no, they just happened. It was like a perfect with, storm. That's insane. Yeah, and and, so to speak. and yeah. Jim Ross recruited a lot of those guys. So you yep. you've got Jim Ross, who's the greatest recruiter of all time. Right. You've got uh, Nightmare Danny Davis doing the training. You, right. Jim you've Cornette got, was the booker. Right. Jim Cornette was the booker Ugh. who would, would work on the, them with the oh, promos. Oh, whoa! And everything. Whoa, dude. And right, wow. you got fucking magic in a bottle. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's crazy. That's, it. that's all. I did not know that. Yeah. Right. Randy Orton to me is the best. Yeah, I don't I I've never seen anyone who's as good as him. It's or, taken him time, right? Like it wasn't you a, a so perfect You're so hesitant ride. to say he's but you're like you're doing uh, you're tap dancing around you're basically saying he's the best you think he's the best of all time but you're so tap dancing around. No, no. He's actually not, saying that. No, no, he's not the best of all time. Sean's the best of all time. No, but, but like as overall but like technically like we're talking but, about. But yeah. a guy who does everything in in the ring, in the ring. A guy who does everything perfectly. I don't think there's ever been a Consistently guy who's Consistently 
very few injury timeouts. Flawless. Flawless. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like the the thing where Rollins went for the curb stomp and Orton pushed him up. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Pushed him up into an RKO. Catching... Evan Bourne from a shooting star. Yes. Yeah. The timing. The, the precision even though attempt. that particular one, maybe I'm trying to think of, was that just more Evan Bourne positioning no. himself in the right way? No, but still, Orton's just able to sell it himself. perfectly every time. Yeah. So before we move on for from uh, from Orton, um, you mentioned earlier who did you say was Undertaker's first really good WrestleMania match? I said Batista. Wrong. But, okay, but he faced Henry at 22. So between Orton and Batista, you had Mark Henry. So that kind of broke the streak of great WrestleMania matches in my mind. But that was the first really, really, really good one. No, I agree with you. That's one of my favorite Undertaker matches ever. And that was the last time I thought Undertaker was going to lose. Same. Because that was, he would have been... 12 and 1 or something 13 and 1 right like that. so my first favorite undertaker match obviously is 25 versus hbk right obviously it's a tie at 2 and 3 for taker at 17 and orton at 21 it, it that's a hard decision Right, right. That match at twenty one is fantastic, but then he had Mark Henry at twenty two. But I didn't hate that match. I thought that actually was kind of. But how do you compare them? You have Orton at twenty one and Batista at twenty three. How do you fit that Mark Henry match into that series of Taker match? That's almost a perfect series of WrestleManias. But that match, it wasn't fantastic. Right, but let's back up a bit. Right, so if you go back to Sus twenty one, go to twenty. His match with Kane. Yeah. No, I agree. It was it just was, meh. It wasn't as good as the first match with Kane. It was kind of a squash. So let's back up before that. 19. That's a tag match. That wasn't right? even great in itself because it was a handicap match. It was okay. But so starting from 21, it was like, I get what you're saying about the match with Mark Henry. I think that match is fairly underrated. It wasn't great. But, but it was can good. you compare it to either of the Orton or Batista matches? Like, those are the bookends. No, fuck no. If it was way better... I'd be like, Undertaker had the greatest streak of WrestleMania matches ever. Yeah. In terms of not only winning, but the matches themselves. But that Mark Henry match throws it off for me. Yeah. But I don't want to take anything away from Orton. That was an incredible match. Great match. Great match. Yes. That was an incredible match. And like you said, was really the first time that you look at a card and you're like, Undertaker could lose. And then you watch the match and you're like... Holy shit, Undertaker could fucking lose. Right. And then you watch right. Undertaker lose to, and you die a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. We did all die a little bit inside. All right. Yeah. We were we were all very crushed. All right. I, I think that's I, enough. I, I, I just think... want to point out that not my fi- favorite uh Orton. Wait. We didn't actually say what his first match was. It was Elimination Chamber uh for yes. the for the heavyweight title. Triple H, RVD, Sean, and who else? Goldberg and Jericho. Alright. Cover that match while I pee. My fourth time during this fucking Can I cover oh, my shot. favorite Randy Orton matches? No, he's still doing right. shots. I'm like, yes. did you know you can just drink the beer? Is your favorite Randy Orton match the one with Foley? No. Okay. No. I've got my top three Randy Orton matches. Twenty one. Wasn't Randy Orton also like the youngest person to ever win the that? youngest to win the title? To win the yeah. boy title. I believe until wasn't it until Brock? No. No. Or, or they used Orton to win the title because they wanted to trump Brock's win. Because fuck Brock. Right, because fuck Brock. I love you. Me too. He's the best. <laughs> He's in there going pee-pee with his dick fuck out. Brock. Fuck Brock. Close the door. 
I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna well, go. It's hard to reach. No, I we mean, don't do that. Never mind. Us. My top three Orton matches, 21 versus Taker, 22, the triple threat with Mysterio and Angle, 27 versus CM Punk. Uh, I agree with all those. I didn't make a list of uh, favorites because he's always just consistent ones. Just uh, one He's that always I wa- fantastic. One that I just wanted to point out that uh, was not my favorite Randy Orton pay-per-view. It was that... House of Horrors match from oh, Payback. Oh my god. Because I was there. Fuck. I was there also. Yes, where he burned down a house and oh, beat Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yes. No, it's bad. All right. But, other, but otherwise, I just I also just love uh, like how whenever that started happening, his cockiness of whenever he would hit a really good RKO and then... Uh, Pop up and like... Like yeah, after he, he hit the himself. one on after he hit the uh, the one on Seth, like oh fuck you, nailed it, nailed that shit. He rubbed it <laughs> yes. in before putting in yes. a pinfall, a clean yeah. one two three pinfall. Fuck you, motherfucker. Okay, before moving on, Randy Orton. Oh, I have one more thing. Too. Better heel or better face? Heel. Heel. Heel by my heel. Well, I feel like, I mile. feel like specifically there's a class of wrestlers, and Randy Orton is exemplifies it. Even when he's face, he's not. You know, like okay. he's not ever a true face. He's, he's shady. He's shady. Like he's always okay. even when right. when he's face, he's always for himself. Okay. When he's heel, he's like literally the creepiest person I've ever seen in my life. Like, dude, when they did that, that's what I was saying. When he was rapey with Stephanie, like the Steph rape angle. Dude, when like that was that's insane. Like he like fucking had her tied up. And that was, I was Sammy like, Guevara's favorite angle. I've never. It's not my favorite angle. It's the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. But, but who like, would WWE have trusted with that angle as well? Right. No, but that's what I'm saying. He, right. When he's a heel, he's a Kane. Effing <laughs> insane heel. When Schnitzky. he's a face, he's still a little bit of a heel. Yeah, I would say like how. We're probably, and I'm sorry, we have to bring up this name. We're about now nine months into RK Bro, oh, but boy. the entire time. What is RK Bro? The scooter this? race. It's fucking. It's Randy oh, that Orton. Guy, and that guy that doesn't wear shoes. The fucking yes. idiot. Yeah. Fuck that guy. The but, guy with dust no, but, flying out of no, his No, but asshole. just saying, like that in this entire time, even up until today, every week you have to wonder when is uh, Randy going to snap at him. When's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? Yeah, when's he gonna turn heel? Like, okay, but we all agree he's better mid- heel. Even in the middle of a Way match, better. it could be in the middle of a talking segment. You still have that wonder. Randy's gonna snap at him. He's gonna turn heel on him. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. to. To close out Randy Orton, I would like to say that um, my favorite thing probably he ever did was when Evolution reunited and fought the Shield. Two pay-per-views in a row. Oh, dude. Lost the first one and lost an elimination match. The second one, I think it was Extreme Rules, Wait, maybe. who is in Evolution? Got fucking swept. Batista, Triple H, Randy yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like, talk about like guys putting over the There's new a- talent. Yes. And even like right before that, Orton put over, um, Orton and Batista put over Brian. That's right. And then they went on to put over the yes, Shield. that's right. Which like, that's what you're supposed to do when you're an established guy like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put those guys over. Mm-hmm. They um, did business. Totally yeah. And, and now uh, look what you did with those guys. I mean, with the exception of Mox, Rollins and Reigns are both at the top of the card. Well, and Mox is at the top of the card in AEW. And- yeah, but he left. But, I mean, still, aside from that. No, no. But, I mean, but, that's, but that carries over, right? Because if, yeah. if he'd been fucking jobbed out in WWE, he would maybe not even get hired there. And if he did... You know, he'd been jobbed out. He might go over there in the Ty Dillinger spot. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. That's, that's the thing. True. Like a lot yeah. of people don't want to. They'd be I like, don't oh. like that you call it the Ty Dillinger because I fucking love Ty Dillinger and he deserves better. Me too, but he's he a does fucking deserve driver. better. But yeah, he's, no, yeah. I know he's, he but he shouldn't he be. He fucking shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, also, fun f- drunk fact: <laughs> Randy Orton lost a world title match to Jack Swagger at Extreme Rules. What? The worst champion. What? I would say he is the worst champion. Swagger. Yeah. Yes. He's a big fucking blemish on the history of that title. Agree. Thank you. God, yes, I agree. think I blocked it out that he had the title. We thought it was going to be Ronnie Garvin. Turns <laughs> out it's Jack Swagger. <laughs> Ronnie Garvin's never WWE champion. Oh, I thought you meant world champion with the big gold belt. Well, no, I mean WWE champion. Oh, okay, I got you. you. Know, I got you. Yeah, no, Swagger's... I thought you meant guys that held that big Swagger's gold Swagger's the worst one by far. Even gender was better. <laughs> agree, yeah. Yeah, Swagger's agree. the fucking worst. The worst. Yeah. All right, Adam, gender, I think we're getting to number gender, 10. Gender was uh, saying stuff, crowd was chanting, that's too far at the Oakland SmackDown show. Definitely. All right, number number one. I don't get why he's on the list. He's in the Hall of Fame, but still active? Because it's it's, I told you it's not a list of people who are active because this person never, is not active. Okay, never mind. Regardless, number one with, as of the article, 176 episodes uh, <laughs> or 176 uh, pay-per-views, the mayor of Knox, Tennessee. Knox County. Knox County, Tennessee. Kane. Which, by the way, can can anyone from Tennessee explain to me how there's a mayor of a county? Like... I don't know. Is that like a thing? A collection of cities. They all agree in the same fundamentals of one mayor. Say, hey, why don't you be our mayor too? I don't know. That that's just a guess. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have we don't have mayors of counties in California. No, no but I know. Well, I mean, but maybe. Do, I mean, I'm, this I'm just so stupid. Like, do they not have like city? Like, is that just like one of those things? It's like they have like major cities, but like everything else is sort of unincorporated. So it's just like county thing. You know what I'm saying? Tweet the burner number again and get a Tennessee caller. So yeah, so we could explain. I don't know. I don't know. No, how I'm so- sorry. That's like the stupidest. I'm sure that, that I've ever said. <laughs> Mr. Mayor so Kane, far. please. Yeah, I don't know how cities in, in Tennessee work. I barely know how cities in California work. <laughs> but how cool is it that somebody in WWE became mayor? Mayor. Yeah. Mayor Kane. Dude. Like, I mean, is it really that intense? Like, because that other guy is like, uh, what's the fucking face? Governor. Jesse Ventura. Yes, Ventura. there you go. Yeah. The governor. Right, but Jesse the body never fucks a dead body. <laughs> that we know <laughs> of. Well, that's true. Interesting. That's true. I don't, I don't even, I don't follow him around all I'm day. I'm sure like, there. We <laughs> yeah, we don't know his personal life. Well, he lives in Mexico, too, and like, I know, like, weird things happen in Mexico. But I'm sure uh, the world of politics has... Uh, Interesting fetishes. So <laughs> So does the world so does the world of drunk uh podcasts. You remember when remember a week ago when Scott barred my strap on Sally twenty two DVD? <gasps> I forgot. Have you to watched that, that back? Have you, you're, you're fine. I bro- actually borrowed two DVDs. What was the other one? Uh it was a POV DVD, I believe. Oh, is that where the other one went? Because I was looking for that. I'm sorry, I forgot is to bring it back. Is it with the two chicks? Yes. Really, yes. Yes, that's my favorite one. I, oh, fuck, I forgot I know to bring exa- it back. It's a sweetheart something, sweetheart yes. and devil. Yes, that's, that's right. my yes. favorite one. Yeah. Yes. I know exactly what the fuck he's talking about. All right. I've, quote unquote, <laughs> finished them. <laughs> well, you know, if you didn't watch Strap on Sally 1 through 20 fucking uh, 1, then you just, did you even follow it? 
It's like, can you really watch Jackass 4 without, without watching the previous three? Right, you might be a bit confused. Right. I should probably watch the previous 21. <laughs> so, that, so that I can therefore understand Shabbatelli 22. <laughs> so Kane has had oh, 176 pay-per-view matches. Kane's first pay-per-view match was SummerSlam 95. He lost Shot. by DQ to Bret Hart. Um, but he was not wrestling as Kane. He was wrestling as Doctor Isaac Yankum. Isaac Yankum, yes, he was a dentist. Ooh, now I'm going to tell you why. Interesting circumstance. Oh. So does that still count, or are we just counting the person, or are we counting the character? Was he like Kane? the evil dentist, like Steve Martin? He was. Yes, he was a like, dentist. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Now I'm going to tell you why this was a ridiculous angle. So. Jerry Lawler wanted to like. Oh, you need to elaborate on the evil dentist evil angle. Dentist. That's not clear. You're gonna yes. tell me why it's. <laughs> so Jerry Lawler angle. wanted Bret Hart to be gone from WWE. Yes. He hired he his him. dentist to do that. Right now, wouldn't it make more sense and be very poetic to hire a hitman to you, do that? You would think so. Yes. Right. But because the hitman was also a wrestler. The next right. best choice would be dentist. Yeah, or maybe you could probably even hire like the dude who like uh, does your taxes. No, no, no. The not, <laughs> not IRS. No, the dude who like um, the dude who fucking uh, healed on fucking Nancy Heron's heel. Oh, oh right, shit. Like, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Shinbreaker. Yeah, the nineties, right? You right. Could, you could hire the the great Jeff Galuli. <laughs> You probably could have used a tape back in like 95. Right, to take out Jeff, uh, to take yes. out Bret Hart's leg. Yes. Right, like getting your dentist is just like kind of fucking excessive. Hire the weird. goon and get a slash in there. Right, they, they, had, goon. A goon. they had a goon. <laughs> Plenty of people could have Get a hockey stick. <laughs> right. Like Jerry Lawler hired like literally the worst person ever to take out Bret Hart. Like there were so many better options. Yeah, Wait, I guys, agree. I'm like dying. I did not watch wrestling. And then this is a thing that happened. Yes. 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 He hired his dentist. Yeah, hired his hired dentist. His dentist. <laughs> Whose teeth were covered with like moss. <laughs> moss, yes. Right. right. With, with moss. <laughs> they were oh, bad I teeth. I can't breathe. Yeah, I mean, there were so many better ways to take Bret Hart out other than hiring your dentist. Right. And his teeth were so bad, there's a reason he wore a mask. Right. Upon his debut as Kane. Yeah, so his debut. To cover his oh, teeth. So he wore a mask before That's gotta be Kane. That's yes. gotta be Kane. So his debut was Kane. So his debut as Kane was Bad Blood 98. Yes. And Paul Bear been teasing him for a month or two. Right. Is this the best debut in wrestling history? Hmm. Man. Like, wasn't it fucking so dope? I think you have to start with, like is it the best of that? That like Kane's frame. debut? 90, 90, yeah, 97. Babylon 97. So it was Sean versus Triple H. You're talking about uh, so, Kane, you're, sorry. Kane's debut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sean, Sean versus, versus Taker, Taker. In the Hell in the Cell. The first Hell in the Cell match. October 98. And they're like right into the fucking heat of battle. And Kane comes out to the ring. Tears the fucking door right off. Yeah. Yeah, destroys Goes it. in there and fucks up Undertaker. Because Kane sh- was his brother. He was he was Kane. He yeah. was Taker's, Taker's brother. brother. Yes, right. It's that's the best debut in in WWE history. Up to that point in '97. Yeah, I would say so. I have a question. Up to that point. So when he came out, did 
Like, so did anyone even know? Like, did you guys know that he was Undertaker's brother? Or, like, what happened? Yeah, because yeah. Paul, Bear, Paul Bear had kind of kept, talked about him. Okay, kept, uh, so, like, the, like, you guys were aware. His brother yes, survived. Because He's of on Paul his Bear. way. Yeah. Or, yeah. That, or that concept. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that, I mean, to me, that's the best de- debut in WWE history. So move forward. So that was October. Move forward to January. Sean versus Taker in a casket match. Kane comes out, kills. He killed. He literally killed his brother. Lit him on yeah. fire. Yeah. We were there. Shot. Shot. He had killed his parents. That now was he's Jose. killed his brother. Um, you have so, a heavy hand. So rest, uh, in late 90s wrestling. So Kane and versus music. Taker, WrestleMania 14. He had an Inferno match against Undertaker that April, which is the first Inferno match of all time. And he's I, also been in every Inferno match. Yes. I mean, I, isn't it? Is it an Inferno match if Kane is not? You know, isn't that his whole thing? Yeah. 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 Drunk yeah. fact: I watched that Inferno match at your parents' house. Oh, off you, the cheater box. Yeah, when you guys used to have the fucking pirate box. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, most people think it was for wrestling. No, it was for the Spice Channel. For your dad? No. Yeah, but at your parents' house, like you weren't the one that paid for that, so. No, no, no. Well, you didn't pay for the cheater box. You paid a one flat fee of like, ah. here's the cheater box, right? And then you just got to watch a Spice Channel, right? You buy it for some, some dude at the Oakland flea market, right? And parents need to get up early during the week to go to work. You don't need to go to bed early to go to school the next day. So there's late night remember, Spice Channel during the week. I don't even remember the Spice Channel. I just remember the fuzzy porn. You know, like it was that like was when they rescrambled the signal, scrambled and I wasn't able yeah, to watch. Yeah, scrambled porn. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. there may be a nipple, but you could hear it. Which yes, was always like That's... clearly they're banging. Yeah, and I might have just seen a labia. Yeah, but I right. don't know for sure. But speaking yeah. of Kane and banging, Lady <laughs> Vic, <laughs> oh getting God. back to Kane, Kane and fucking corpses. Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So he. <laughs> so he did um, guys. Fuck that. his other first big match was he did the first blood match with Austin like oh his first title right yep. that was the first first the first first blood match yes and the last first blood match it's a dumb fucking match what is horrible the first, blood? The first, first one make your money exactly first person what, to get yeah. blood they lose right yeah yeah it's like Rambo one <laughs> well that's what I was like wait I've heard that movie I've seen that movie. Um, he was in the first one in the bank match. He did uh, at WrestleMania oh, 17, which oh. most people think is the best WrestleMania. He did a triple threat with Raven and Big Show. For the hardcore title, right? For the hardcore title. Yes. Um, and then he did a tag match with Daniel Bryan and Ryback versus The Shield. And he and Daniel Bryan had a match at Extreme Rules where I think he went through a flaming table. That was Extreme Rules 2014? Yeah. Team Hell No. And that's about it. That's about all I got to say about... Oh, uh, yeah. Team Hell No. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Team okay. Hell No was great. Yeah. Well, that was... Okay, so I... Wait, do you guys want to know the most amazing story about Team Hell No? So, um, the, uh... So, there was, um... For Team Hell No, there was, a uh, um, like... Like, uh... What, like a poll, a poll, like for the, um, like the, everyone could vote on what their team was called. Right. And um, one of the options was um, team friendship. And I literally had just read Dan O'Brien's book and Dan O'Brien was like really rooting for team friendship. And we went to um, Washington, D.C. 
and we took a tour of um where where do we go? What, DC. What, no, no, but what was the tour? <laughs> the Pentagon. <laughs> the, we took so we got into the Pentagon and like so you had but you had to go through all this stuff like they had to do like a background check and then you said like you had to like put your like team like group name in and like most people were like their like last name or like family whatever and i had just read daniel bryan's book and i put team friendship i didn't know so these military dudes were like calling us by name so like this fucking military guy was like Okay, team friendship. (laughs) Yeah, it was like it was like Marines run the place. But he didn't know. He didn't know that I put that. So he was like, he had to show his ID, and they were like, "Are you team friendship?" And he came. He came back from the window. He was like, "Did you call us team friendship?" I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" I love it. It was the greatest. I was crying. Oh my god! And they just kept calling us that. And every time they said it, like these like military dudes were just like crying. They were hella laughing. <laughs> It was so stupid. It was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, everyone else was like, family, um, Mar- like Martin or whatever. Like It's like, no, team friendship. <laughs> All right, Adam, I'm looking at the fucking uh, recorder. We are at two hours and 24 minutes. <laughs> we are definitely splitting this up splitting in two this, episodes. Yes. For sure. Sorry, su- that story was worth it, though. That I assumed we were going to. But now I, we are definitely going to. Would you like to put a final count on your shots right there yeah. with the beer? Okay, so right now I'm... I'm <laughs> do you want to guess? Does anyone... 136. Have... Adam? 138. Carissa? No. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. 144. Oh, you like... You, you covered mine. You surpassed... <laughs> you surpassed... Yeah, I, 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 I covered the spread. Well done, dude. And that's going down in five seconds, and I'm doing one more shot while Adam does the sign-off. And um, actually, I'm probably going to do one more because like, I just want to like, put put everyone over. Like, Thank you guys, dude. You guys are so fucking cool. Hold on. Shot. <laughs> Duty's first. You guys are so rad. Can, can you get me another beer, Adam, please? Um, on it. Dude, like we started to say at the beginning of this episode, like I really... I didn't go into this podcast with any kind of expectations about how long we would do this. Um, if I had to have guessed, I might have guessed 25, 30, maybe 50 episodes. Because um, like Scott alluded to earlier, like it was difficult to, with the schedule. Yep. Then we discovered the beauty of FaceTime. <laughs> a forced to discover the beauty I of FaceTime. I also had no idea like if anyone was going to give a shit. You know, because it was like, what a dumb podcast. Um, but like... Dude, you guys are fucking awesome. And we like the amount of downloads we get weekly is like fucking astonishing to me. I can't believe there are so many of you people who are fucked up like we are. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to say thank you to everyone who has downloaded the show, reviewed the show, uh, tweeted, retweeted about us, retweeted my tweets. On uh, you know, I always tweet about like the show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you to everyone who's retweeted us. Thank you to all three of you who bought our shirts. Three, yeah, do or better, guys. Four. I think it's only yeah. two, you guys. Yeah, um, we need beer money. Yeah, and thank you to like our long term fans, DJ especially. Um, DJ's been tweeting about us since fucking like day one. Love DJ. Um, Gallon Fleming, awesome dude. 
He wore our. Uh, he wore his drunk wrestling history. The one fucking guy who bought a drunk wrestling history shirt. He wore it to the Rumble. Um, love that guy. I love also. Um, damn, dude, who was the chick on Facebook? Um, oh, that chick I like. Pissed as a cricket. No, 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 no. Um, the one that was made trivia with. No, no. Oh. I'm sorry, I can't find your name because I'm way too fucking <laughs> drunk to go into my notes on my phone. But the chick who uh, on Instagram said that she was cleaning a church while listening to the Katie Vick episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I remember when you told me, you showed me that. That was hilarious. That might That's actually, a bit of destiny <laughs> yeah. right there. That actually might be the greatest fucking thing oh, I've ever heard. I, I think that's your next. I think that's your next shirt. Like you just have that quote on yeah. your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so sorry I can't remember your name and I can't find it on my phone. Like I'm fucking hammered, dude. Um, but thank you, um, Dobro. Thank you. You know everyone who's ever listened to the show for all these years. Like you guys are fucking great. We're doing the show. We keep doing the show because you guys keep listening. And like like Scott said, as long as you guys keep listening, we'll keep doing these shows. Also buy some shirts. Also buy some shirts. Um, honestly, like I really have always felt for like the last year, like we're gonna stop doing this when we, when we stop running out of ideas. Or we start running out of ideas. Yeah, yeah, but we've kind of opened it up now. So our well, I like pay per view. You stumbled into an idea of WWE murders. Oops. You guys are going to like one. so cross over into like, you're going to get a ton of fucking like basic white chick fucking listeners. Yes, really. Like, WWE. That's really like drunk wrestling true crime. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're a true crime actually, podcast oh all God, of a sudden. I would hella listen to that. Actually, guys. that would be pretty good. Like when we like, we decide to retire the show, we do <laughs> drunk true crime. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm hosting that one. <laughs> 1994. <laughs> the podcast formerly known as Drunk Wrestling History. <laughs> right, right. OJ cut his wife's throat off. <laughs> okay. Allegedly. All right, closing the show. All right, Alex, <laughs> when you say shit like that. Hey, I'm about to do shot you 49. You guys, he wasn't even a wrestler. Like, stop it. All right, I'm doing shot 149, Adam. You got one minute to wrap this shit up. We hope uh, you all enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening to us. <laughs> On behalf of Eddie and Scott and Carissa and Shannon, why not? And to all of our callers, I'm Adam reminding all of you to enjoy your buzz. Watch wrestling responsibly. Drink like 100 people are watching. And we'll see you for another 100 episodes. And, uh, yeah. Lachaim to all of you. Eddie. One, two, three. Keep it 100. Dive. I'm not old. Do your 150 the shot. 150th shot right now. I'm doing it 10 seconds old. I did. I did 150 club. That's gross.